0: You're listening to the Elevate Maine podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. What is going on, Elevate? Grabe, it's been a while since the last time I preached in Elevate Maine, and I'm so happy for this privilege that you've given to me. Pero, bagoyan, syempre, shout out tayo sa Titos of Elevate Maine. Una una, shout out kay Boss Chief Amo Pastor Marty Okaya. Kamusta ka na? Ha? Excited na akong makita ka, na miss na kita. Shoutout din sa mga iba pa nating titos. Kay JC, kay Alvin, kay Kuyo Weng, sa mga full-time workers natin kila kay Kuya Euclid, D-Group leaders, D-Group members, regular attendees natin dito sa online youth service. Please uh, comment kayo kung nakakailang weeks na kayo dito kumaatid. We are so glad and so happy na nakakasama namin kayo. And of course, shoutout din sa mga guests namin. If this is the first time you've been with us, I just wanna say welcome home. Welcome dito sa Elevate Online Youth Service. Almost three months atayo dito sa pandemic situation natin. And you know, as I check online the news, what's happening around the world. May mo ang trending ngayon sa mundo. It's it's all about negativity. And sometimes, if you will feed yourself with these kinds of negativities, mo na rin, life is really seems so unfair. Kasi eh yeah, COVID-19 mas dumadami yung mga nahahawa, wala antidote for now. Yung hatred about the government, the people, um, various people whether terrorism or other businessmen, lalong tumataas yung mga galit mga tao. Rape cases sa bansa natin sobrang mas mataas ngayon during lockdown. There are a lot of rumors about wars. There there is no peace in in everyone's heart, full of anxiety, and daming nawawalan ng trabaho, ang daming nagde-depress. And yung last lang, no, lately lang sa US, magkita mo yung racism, sobrang tindi nung nangyari dun sa protesta, na sometimes, nag-take advantage ng ibang tao, pinapasok yung mga stores. And it will really affect a lot of lives in their country, and even around the world. Pero pag tingnan mo mabuti, uh, the reality is that many people are really lost. Are really lost. That's why in our new series, Set the Trend, we want all of us Christians to spread the message about God's love. We need to have this heart of the Lord, heart of God, so that we will have compassion to preach the gospel to those who are lost. And a pag-uusapan natin this afternoon this day is can be found in Luke 15:11 to 24. This is the story about the prodigal son. And if there's one thing I want you to apply, here it is. Set the trend, share God's love. Can you see can you please say this with me? Share the trend. Share God's love. Why don't we join our hearts in prayer? Father, we thank you for today. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to, again, study your word. Holy Spirit, may you please be with us. Use me mightily as your speaker. Protect us from any destruction. Bless the technology that we are using. And allow us to know you more. Allow us to have a heart like yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, for us to really understand and appreciate the story of the prodigal son, we need to go back why Jesus did tell the story. In verses 1 to 2 of Luke chapter 15, it says here, Now all the tax collectors and the sinners were coming near, to, near him to listen to him. But the Pharisees and the scribes began to grumble, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So just picture out what's happening before Jesus told the story mo, a lot of tax collectors and sinners are coming to Him. And the Pharisees were grumbling. Nangiinis sila, di ba? They, they are murmuring, nagre sila, nag sila doon. Kasi nga, hindi nila Why is it that Jesus, the teacher of the law, teaching uh, about God and the promises of God, about the kingdom of God, He is teaching about the Father, and yet He is eating with the sinners. And you know, masama talaga yung tax collector for for the Pharisees, for the religious sect. For them, excluded na to mga taong ito. Dapat hindi ka nakikisama dito at dapat hindi rin sila nakikinig ng salita ng Diyos. because for the Pharisees, for those religious people, these are f- from the devil, okay? Sa demonyo to mga taong to. And when you eat with them, it's like you are affirming them, which is somehow a very strong culture of the Middle East before and even up to now. Kaya ang ginawa ni Lord nung alam niya sembey because God being all knowing he then presented parables. So the first two parables before the prodigals are was the lost sheep and the lost coin. Dito Jesus was trying to explain paano ba nag paano ba nagiging lost because of sin. Ano, bang, ano ba ano bang nangyayari sa mga tao? Bakit ba nalo-lost sila dun sa relationship nila with the Lord? The the parable of the lost sheep dito makikita natin um uh, many people were lost similar because of poor choices in life. Okay, because of wrong decisions and consequences of it, maliligaw ka talaga ng landas. And yet, even though because of your nga, lack of awareness or lack of knowledge of life, the shepherd God will still seek to find you. He will not stop until he finds you. He finds you, and then after finding you, God will celebrate. God will celebrate. The lost coin it talks about, tiba yung sometimes uh, the reason why people are, are lost, simply because of circumstances, things that are happening in their lives beyond their control. For example, calamity or sometimes abuse, diba? And because of that experiences, parang sa mga tao sa na mga calamities and you know bad things in their lives because of external forces, external uh, events they will question the love of god they will be lost they will you know choose to to rebel against god and yet even so because of circumstances uh, just like the woman god will, is willing to light up the lamp sweep the floor only to find you only to find which were lost and the moment na matagpuan yun ng panginoon he will celebrate so so you see the progression do na makita natin don from from lack of awareness, circumstances. Pero ito matindi to. Kasi dito sa third story, ito yung kumbaga climax na pinakamatinding example ni Jesus Christ. Why He is eating with the sinners. Joining, di ba? Accompanying the sinners. Kasi itong third story, the prodigal son, it's a direct rebellion against God. Direct rebellion against God. Now, sabi ko nga, for us to really appreciate this, kailangan may natin, no even in other passages, Kailangan pumunta tayo dun sa time kung kailang sinula to. At dapat consider natin yung culture ng mga tao dun sa story na to. Okay? Kasi dun lang at mas maintindihan. Eh. So like for example, the one thing that we need to really understand is the honor and shame culture ng Middle East. Sa atin, sa Asia, malakas din ang honor and shame culture pero not as strong as the Middle East culture. Sa kanila, they will, they will do everything just to protect the honor of the father, the family, and the village. So let me just give you an example. For example, I've asked uh, my classmates from the Middle East, stories about honor and shame. No? So the first, si Eli, yung classmate ko, he told me about the story of Nauman. Nauman, when uh, he became a Christian when he was 13 years old. And nung 14 years old siya, nalaman na magulang niya naging Christian siya. So the father wants to protect the honor of the family because it's a shameful act for them na yung anak niya naging Christian. Ang desisyon ng tatay, patayin yung anak. So ang ginawa ng tatay, naglabas ng barel, tinutukan sa ulo yung anak niyang bata. And he was just about to pull the trigger and the mother intervened. Pero nangyari, tumakas yung bata and naging palaboy siya for 15 years. 15 years. Because of the honor and shame culture. Another example, yung classmate ko pangalan niya, Richard, may anong kaibigan yung daddy niya. Naging Christian din. And for the family of that person na naging Christian, it's a shameful act na ginawa niya for the family. So for them to regain the honor of the family, ang ginawa nila, they tried to sacrifice the man as if uh, an animal sacrifice. Kaya nung nakasurvive tong tao na to, he had 18 stitches sa neck. Ganun po katindi sila. Kaya nga dito, matindi, pag, pag binaligan natin yung story, okay, yung look, 15, 11 15, 11, to 12. Lahat sila anticipate na yung story na to Middle East culture story, at dito applicable dapat yung honor and shame culture. So simulan na natin. Sabi doon, And he said, a man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, oh, Medyo magalang pa dun, di ba? Give me the share of the estate that falls to me. Now, when the people heard that, I'm sure, even the Pharisees gulat na gulat sila nun. Kasi diba, sino tong, sino tong younger son na an Ang lakas ng loob niya, i-disrespect yung kanyang tatay. If you will go to Deuteronomy, makikita niyo doon, stone to death. Because of this shameful request, pasok na siya doon sa requirement para mamatay sa mamamagitan ng pagbato. And the people around him were expecting that the, that the father in the story would slap him on the, on the face or maybe he will be dragged into the public para latiguhan para iflag kasi yun yung yun yung rule eh, para para ma- ma- make yung restitutions na kailangan because of this shameful act and yet the father did a different response ang sabi doon so he divided his wealth between them Siyo, pares, grabe walang tatay na ganon no na shaklido doon susundan so, natin yung story pagdating ng verse 13 okay Ang sabi dun, and not many days later the younger son gathered everything together. Biglang class. Take note of the words not many days later. Isipin niyo ah yung kanina ang sinabi niya do pag finara praise natin yon kaya sa shameful request. Parang medyo yun tatay dad father hindi ko na maantay yung pagkamatay mo. Gusto kong dahil nga pa mamamatay pwede bang ibigay mo lang sa akin yung mana yung stuff yung yung belong sa sa akin. Kasi ay- ayaw akong mabuhay kasama ka, ayaw akong, ayaw akong mabuhay under your authority, I want to be independent, ayaw dito sa relationship natin, gusto umalis ng bahay, wala akong pakialam sa inyo, ibigay mo sa akin yung mana ko. ganon po katindi yun. Yet, hindi siya natapos doon. Ang sabi pa, nabenta niya, naliquidate niya yung estate, not many days later. Paano niya nagawa ba Alam naman natin yun, diba? if you want to sell something at fast, kumagat, sabi nga nila, fast break, Kung ng fast break, kailangan mo yung So dito, wala rin, siyang, wala rin siyang pakialam sa tatay niya. Wala pa siyang pakialam doon sa pinaghirapan ng tatay niya. Because he sold the property, the estate, at a discount price para lang makuha yung yaman niya. Now, not just that, he went on a journey into a distant country, which is a Gentile country. Kaya dito sa kanina, diba, kinuha na nga mana, gagastusin pa sa Gentile country. And you know, it's really a big deal for the Jewish people sila, pag, pag sila from the Gentile countries, ipapagpagbuna nila yung paan nila outside Israel. Because for them, hindi bilong yung dust na galing sa Gentiles, sa Gentile land. And yet, itong tao na to pumunta siya doon, and then he squandered this estate with loose living. Anong ginawa niya doon, di ba? Hindi lang yung basta bilin na bilin ng mga magandang bagay to pero mga kapatid sa Panginoon, pag niya yung latter verses, Ang sabi ng older son, bakit mo winel kami yan? 'Di ba sinasamahan siya sa tatay? Bakit mo winel kami yan? Ginastos niya yung pera with the prostitutes. So hindi lang siya disrespectful. Ba, hindi lang siya walang alam sa paghawak ng pera, hindi lang siya walang pakialam sa tatay niya. And he is also an immoral man. Now, sabi do sa verse 14, dadagdagan pa yung yung ano no, yung problema nito. Wala na siyang pera. Now he went now when he had spent everything a severe famine occurred in the country and he began to impoverish you know yung yung famine di na natin maintindihan yun eh tagutaw yan pero dito sabi pa ng bible sabi ni Jesus Christ severe famine you know ang famine hindi lang yung wala ka nang makain sa bahay nyo pero may tindahan pa sa grocery ang famine wala wala ka nang mabibiling pagkain kumain mo kung makakainin yung pagpag o basura. Pag naubos mo na yung basura at famine pa rin, kakain ka na ng kahit anong insekto o hayop na nakikita mo. Pag naubos na yung insekto at saka hayop na nakikita mo, kakainin mo na yung chinelas mo. Pag naubos na yung chinelas mo at famine pa, sabi sa Old Testament, may kita nyo, there was this one moment na kinakain nila yung batang bagong panganak. Just for them to survive. And that is famine. No, kaya pag tinignan mo dito, uh, when he experienced the famine and he began to be impoverished, instead of going back home, he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens, to one of the Gentiles. In the Greek language, ang sabi dun, he joined, he glued, which is again, another violation na naman for their culture. Ang sinasabing ano, di ba, wag kayo makisama sa mga hintil. but this guy, he wants to survive, he joined himself. But because the the boss, okay, yung kusino man yung nag-hire sa kanya, walang mapasweldo just to get rid of him. Ang sabi nilang sa kanya, O okay, sige, kunin kita, pero papakain ka ng baboy. Again, another violation, which is, pinagbabawal yun eh, sa, sa Israel, sa Jew Jewish people. Pero dito, hindi nilang pinakain yung swine. In verse t- 16, sabi doon, And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the parts, that the swine were eating and no one was giving him anything to him. Ibang klase. He is not just around the pigs, but he became a pig. I don't know about you, pero going back to the Middle East culture, to the Jewish community in particular, hearing this story from Jesus in their time, ang masasabi ko na lang, ibang klase haw okay, yung expression na pambira pambira sinagad eh, no? sinagad alam mo may kita natin dito na the younger son is the worst possible sinner christ could ever portray could ever give he is the most disrespectful stupid wasteful immoral careless shameful sinner and yet there's this importance for us to to know. Paano minahal? How how God the Father loved this worst sinner. I'm sure there's really a big implication for all of us. Na kung si Lord kayang mahalin yung ganito ng klasing makasalanan, how much more tayo? How much more ikaw? Let's continue. Sabidon in verse 17 and 18. But when he came to his senses, okay, because he hit bottom. Nasagad na tong younger son eh. So narealize siya bigla, nagising siya at sabi doon, How many of my father's hard men have more than enough bread? But I am dying here with hunger. I will get up to my father and will say to him, gabi, gumawa pa ng speech, sabi doon, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son make me as one of your hard men. Ibang klase, no? Dito may mo, hindi siya, rep- siya, siya repentant. Okay? Just want to clarify this. nag with his senses, not because of his mind, not because of his heart, but because of his stomach. He wanted to survive. And then he realized, he remembered, oh nga, no? yung tatay ko, he is so good, he is so generous. Ang dami niyang ginakinukuwang kontratista, at nakakakain yun tama. You know, hardman man is the lowest in the social economy class in their time. Yun yung pinak- lowest wage earner. At ang sabi niya doon, kung yung mga yun nakakakain, baka pwede akong bumalik sa tatay ko. Maging hardman man na lang. Baka tanggapin niya ako. Hindi siya nag-iisip. Kaya nga, nung, nung sinabi niya script na ito, pag-inisip pag mo, parang Minsan, naisipin ng mga taas ah, sa wakas. Narealize yung pagkakamali, pero pagpapinikanaan ng mabuti, hindi. Nakalimutan niya yung honor and shame na pag bumalik siya doon sa village niya, he will be condemned. He will be condemned by the villagers because the villagers will help his father to regain the honor because the honor of the family is the honor of the village. Kaya delikado tong gagawin niya. But because he wanted to survive, he wants to go back. He wants to go back. He just wanted to survive. He is not repentant. Now, in verse 20, itong maganda. So, he got up and came to his father, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him, run and embraced him and kissed him. Ano yung maganda dito? Sabi doon, malayo pa lang siya. While he was still a long way off, when the father saw his son, the father ran. The father felt compassion. You know, the word compassion, we can define it as if you know, you feel the pain of the other person. When he saw his son, he ran. Why he wanted to run? He wanted to run because he wanted to to reach his son before his son reached condemnation in the village. And that's the father's love. God reached him before condemnation reaches him. And I don't know about you, but when I was just trying to imagine the story, kasi chueyo sabi ko kakaibang pag to.'" remember, wala yung script niya dito. And he is not repentant. But here we can see that God is indeed the seeker and not the sinner. You know what the father did na talagang mind-blowing for the Pharisees? Tumakbo yung tatay. In the Greek, it's a sprint. It's like you are in the race. Nagmadali yung tatay. pas ng pagtakbo. And for them to run that fast because they are wearing robe, they need to diba, pull up the robes. And you know, in, in in the Arab language, yung robe, ang ibig sabihin dignity. my dignity. Because the robe represents Dignity, but the father is willing to take the shame of the Son because of his love to his son, which is very mind-blowing. As in, no father would ever do that in the Middle East culture. But Dito Silas Habini, Lord, your view is about the Father is very different. Because our heavenly father loves us so much that he's willing to take the shame that belongs to us. Just for us to be reconciled to Him. And then He embraced. Hindi naman po ako maarte, pero alalahanin natin, naging pulubi po ito at naghihirap. Nagpakain ng baboy at naging baboy na rin. Okay sana kung physical lang yung problema dun eh. Yung amoy, yung dumi, pero hindi po eh. Bago po nangyari sa kanon nun, ito po yung pinakamasamang makasalanan Naginong example ng panginong sa place And yet, because the father's love is so greater than the sin of this man, he embraced his son. What's the sign of embrace? It's a sign of reconciliation. Without even hearing the words, the speech of the younger son, without even making restitutions. You know, in their culture, Para mangyari yung reconciliation, ang kailangan mo na gawin ng younger son, mapunta sa gitna ng village. Kaya naiinis yung mga Pharisees. Bakit, bakit walang restitution? Bakit may reconciliation kagad? Hindi ba dapat yung younger son, pupunta sa gitna ng village, papaarawan natin, we, he will be ridiculed by the people and even with the children. And after that, we will flog him at pagkatapos ng mga parusa, pagkatapos natin siyang gulpihin, the father should ask an audience para makita nung villagers na yung anak niya na nagkasala sa kanya would kiss his feet. Just to show yung restitution, pero hindi po natatapos dun. Ang kailangan, bayaran niya yung isinayang niyang yaman. Ibalik niya yung sa tatay niya. At after niya gawin ng lahat ng yon, Dun mag-iisip yung tatay kung tatanggapin niya o hindi. And when the father decided not, he can disown the son, even he, putting him to death. Kaya yung mga nakikinig na pariseyo, I'm sure, I'm just imagining this, lalo sila nagagalit. Kasi for them, this is outrageous. Di ba? This is crazy. This is not normal. Nakakainis yung tatay. That's why you know, if, if you want to have the Father's heart. We need to remove legalis- legalism. Because legalism is the enemy of grace. At kung haantayin natin may gagawin muna yung ibang tao bago natin ibahagi yung mabuting balita, kabutihan natin sa kanila. That's not the way of our Father. Kakaiba ito eh, no? Niyakap na at ang sabi doon, He kissed him. In the Greek, it's like this. He kiss him and kiss him and kiss and kiss and kiss and kiss and kiss and kiss. 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 Paulit-ulit po. Sabi ko, ang kaibang pangmamahal po yun. Kasi ang dumi po na eh. Ang dumi niya internally and externally. And yet, because of the sovereign grace of the Father, that consumes the Son. He was consumed. He was drowned. By the sovereign grace of the Father. God is the seeker and not the sinner. God is always willing to took the shame that belongs to us just for us to be reconciled to Him. Hindi po ang naganap yung anak. Ang naganap po yung ama. Verse 21 and 22. Tingnan nyo po ito. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Yun po yung script. Tama po yun, pero kulang. Kasi, di ba, ang, ang, ang dapat doon nakasunod, make me as one of your hired men. Pero dito, ang sabi sa verse 22, quickly, in the Greek language, it's instant, di ba? Ngayon na mismo, Quickly, bring out the best robe. What is the best robe? You know, pag tinignan niyo po yung background neto, the robe belongs, the best robe belongs to the Father. Usually, ginagamit ito ng oldest son for wedding. O ginagamit ito ng, 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 ng father pag may meron mga events to display his dignity. But here, may kita natin dito na gusto ng father, ibigay niya yung dignity niya. He wants to give his honor and dignity to the son even without restitution now that is grace that is grace and being a pharisee na nakikinig doon kay Jesus Christ lagang magagalit ka mind blowing ginawa eh. what else hindi lang willing yung father ibigay sa kanya hindi yung dignity din ng family of dignity din ng father mismo but ang sober doon put a ring on his hand now what's what's the implication of that The father is delivering this message, not just my dignity, but you also give my authority to my son. And what else? Sandals on his feet. You know, nung panahon nila, ang mga hard men na gusto, diba gusto nung anak maging hard men na lang, wala po mga sapatos yun. Ang meron ng sapatos, yung mga slaves at anak na nakatira dun sa, sa bahay ng master. Pero dito, ang gusto ng tatay, hindi lang ibibigay sa kanya yung dignity, not just the authority of the father, but even the full privilege of the house. And this is what happened to the most wretched, disrespectful, stinking, immoral sinner. He was drowned by the grace of God. He was consumed by the sovereign, by the sovereign grace of God. Let me just remind everyone that indeed God's grace is far greater than man's sin. I don't know what's, happen- what's happening in your life. For those of you, maybe this is the first time you've been with us. I ko past you. But I you know, just want to encourage you, this is not an accident why you are watching this video. And the reason why you are watching now, it's not because you find God, but God finds you. And he, he wants you to be reconciled to Him. Verse 23 and 24, sabi dito ng tatay, hindi lang niya ni-restore yung dignity, yung authority, yung privileges sa bahay. At nasabi niya ng bring the faten ka. The faten ka, pre-preserve sa, sa kasal ng panganay na anak. Or mga events na importante sa family and sa village and sa religion. 200 to 300 people ang nakakakain pag pinatayan. But sabi nung tatay, let us eat and celebrate for this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found and they began to celebrate. You know, sabi ng mga Bible scholars, nung umalis yung anak na younger son, they had a funeral. Kasi for the father, for the family, the son was dead. But when the father saw him, sabi nung tatay, eto na yun eh. He was dead, now he come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Now let's let's give the best celebration. But the celebration is not just to honor the sinner has been found. But it is to honor God's sovereign grace. God's saving grace. Now this is the trend that we want us to set. We want all of us to share this amazing story, amazing love of the Father. Kaya sabi ko kanina, it's very important for us to really go back to the culture para maintindihan natin gano'n ba kasama tao na to. And secondly, para maintindihan natin na regardless of the sins that we have committed in the past, the sins that we are doing now, God's love God's grace is always greater and bigger than those things. Because our God is a forgiving God, a loving God, a merciful God, a gracious God. And He is constantly seeking you. Constantly seeking you. If this is not the greatest display of love, then I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And to tell you, honestly, for us, to be able to share this, kailangan ma-experience muna natin ito. Eh. And it's better for us, no? Mga sa Panginoon, always, sabi nga John Piper, always preach the gospel to yourself. Because this is the story, the message that should compel every Christian so that we can share the gospel whether there is a pandemic or not. This is our calling, to spread this good news. To share to all the people that despite of this pandemic situation, hatred, negativity, depression, anxieties, fears, and sins, God's love is always greater than all of these things. And He is seeking you. And I pray, I pray. This very moment, magtagpo ang katalagan ng Panginoon. This is the reason why I'm still here, why I'm still preaching the gospel, because before I was lost. Daming kung ginagawang kalokohan sa buhay ko. Was disrespectful wretched immoral but praise be to god because he found me he found me since then up to eternity i'm sure i will experience this love because he is love he is the true life said the friend share god's love why don't we pray father we thank you so much for this amazing time Holy Spirit, may you please feel every one of us speak to our hearts. Allow us to know you more and allow us to do the things that you want us to do. May you give us the names whom we will share the gospel with. And again, thank you for reminding us about how amazing your love is. Allow us to be compelled by your love always. And for those who are watching for the first time, Holy Spirit, may you touch their hearts. may you allow them to have this meaningful and wonderful reconciliation to you, Lord. Let your love be our compelling force always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.